Okay. Welcome to the American Dad Podcast, the very controversial <laughs> number two episode of our Christmas countdown. A lot of debate was had. I hated it. Are we judging it on its Christmas quality, or are we just ranking the best Christmas episodes? Depends on where you put the emphasis on the phrasing. We, we had <laughs> to decide between one and two what was the more important when it came to the number one spot. And we decided that Christmas was more important than the general merit of the episode. So coming in at number two is Rapture's Delight. (laughs) (laughs) Rapture's Delight is the most iconic episode of American Dad, arguably. It's on the top list of American Dad episodes. Anybody's list. You ask someone. Go find him. I'll wait. A plot, B plot. What happens now? Honestly, I have no clue. Luckily, I know an expert. The A plot is when Stan and Francine are left behind, Stan's single-minded desire to be raptured drives Francine into the arms of another man, Jesus Christ. He turned water into fire. <laughs> the B plot is there is no B plot. Except for maybe the B plot would be Roger's trying to get off the planet. I'm trying to rebuild my spaceship so I can get off this planet, but all my boxes of spare parts are full of Hard Rock Cafe sweatshirts. There's a running theme with these yeah. Christmas okay. episodes. There's no B-plot. No, you I think really that that's, that's the B-plot. All right, then. It's fair enough, because he it. wants to do it the whole time. Yeah. And it's a separate thing. Replacing our normal box of flip-flops this episode is our too hot for TV <laughs> category. I've been naughty, and you'll have to put a Big piece of coal in my stocking. It's just uh, the differences between the DVD version and the TV version. In the DVD version, when Terry is talking about Greg being raptured, he signs off by saying, Apparently God does love gays, but only if they're tops. Take it in the behind, you get left behind. That's in the Bible. It's in Malachi chapter 2. Super sad. My too high for TV is in the DVD version of the episode, you can see half-ass cheek when fake Jesus drops his pants. You're not really Jesus, are you? The TV version extends his legs to show almost no cheek. So no butt cheek, just freakishly long stem legs. There you go. (laughs) So some censor said that's too much cheek. Right. You're going to have to move that cheek. Even though you see plenty of cheek, when people are raptured. Oh, yeah. But That's true, too. That. But it's Jesus's, I guess. And it's in the context of he's pulling down his pants to sodomize Stan. <laughs> what? Oh, next you'll say I let him bend me over a dumpster before I came to my senses. You're too much, lady. Right. Maybe, maybe the context added to it. My too hot for TV is the whole exchange where Roger mentions Jerry Seinfeld's car garage was completely cut from the TV version. Okay, where am I taking you? The dark epicenter of all that is evil. Of course, Jerry Seinfeld's car garage. What? No, the United Nations. Really? Seinfeld has his own car garage in Manhattan. Do you know how expensive that is? He bought a whole building in Manhattan and converted it to hold all of his Porsches. Which isn't censorship. It was probably just cut for length or something. Yeah, it was nuts watching this version of the episode with all this added material like we've been watching this episode for like 10 years and it's just like there's a whole other friggin' world but it was very exciting to watch 
only the TV version for so long Mm -hmm. and then see the DVD version and be like, what, what's happening? Yeah. Where did this come (laughs) from? Cannon fodder. Roger, meet Jesus. Oh, an alien. One of my father's side projects. You better watch your mouth! <laughs> Haley and Steve are both raptured. Haley believes in Ooh, you Jesus. Know, yeah, Haley doesn't believe in Jesus. The whole concept of Haley going to heaven when they've already explicitly stated all true Christians go to heaven, that doesn't make any sense. Well, maybe... And, maybe they get a free pass. Everybody who is in church not having sex. <laughs> but the slow janitor pass. doesn't go and the preacher doesn't go. Right. Well, the or janitor the was masturbating, go. watching Stan and Francine have sex. <laughs> the priest doesn't go and the slow janitor doesn't go and he's like, Actually, I never truly accepted Jesus into my heart. So the idea that Haley can go is ludicrous. Or maybe Haley is a bullshitter. She's not really an atheist. Mm-hmm. But Even deep so, down, though, she believes in Jesus. The rules are not that you can't be sinning at the time that the rapture happens. Right. I don't know what disqualifies Stan. Yeah. What disqualifies Stan? What disqualifies Francine? I'm saying maybe there's more caveats. You can't be having sex the moment that the rapture happens. That's just unfortunate for They're you. They're married. It's totally fine. It's true. It's fair game always from then on. But he was using a condom. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, but the main theory about this episode is that everything from this point on is part of Stan's personal heaven. Stan, this is your personal heaven. It is what your heart most desires. Which I refute because Klaus is dead in his personal heaven. Yeah, there's no getting around that. What are you going to do? Murder the fish. It doesn't make any sense. Also, Klaus doesn't have any lines in this episode, I don't believe. No, I'm sure, like, I think he just kind of shows up in the apocalypse. Yeah, it's just Stan rushing them to get out the door. Right. Mm -hmm. But no lines. Either Hmm. way, no. The rest of the episodes, as long as Klaus is alive, are not Stan's personal heaven. Because that's not exactly what his personal heaven is. And also, Steve's personal heaven wouldn't be with the family. It would be with (laughs) a big boob girl and a unicorn that poops. Pepper Jack cheese burgers. Yeah. It's my heaven art. How can you be sure this is my heaven? (laughs) Pepper Jack cheese. (laughs) It's my heaven. Okay. So what was the canon? I think my canon is this. (laughs) What's your what's your point? That aliens can't go to heaven. I think they do imply that. Mm. because, Because because they're a side project. Yeah. Right, and then also he asks for Jesus to do that in return, and he says, I can't do that. Yeah. Wait, Jesus, I'm still stuck here. Can't you just send me to heaven? I can't do that. Not the spell takes too long. I can't do that. And if you notice, there weren't any dogs and stuff going to heaven when all the people were. <laughs> right, because Jesus is the savior of humanity. Right. Not whatever Roger is. Yeah, when uh, the people are being raptured there's a naked person who looks like they were driving a car at the time oh i saw that i thought he was pooping oh yeah i guess he could have been on the toilet he's looking i guess he could have been holding a newspaper or something yeah everybody comes out of their clothes but they don't go straight through the building do they they all had to like be sucked out the front door (laughs) yeah or they're like a fly trapped in a jar like hitting the ceiling right Unless at the moment that you're raptured, you automatically are dead and you're just a spirit floating up. Yeah. Yeah. 
In that case, he wouldn't have been able to grab on the John Goodman balloon. Mm-hmm. Uh, just about a mile up, and then I'll grab onto someone. I can't imagine John Goodman's that high up yet. Poor fat John Goodman. Okay, what's your cannon fodder? My cannon fodder will be Haley deep down believes in Jesus. You're claiming that that's the reason that she was raptured. Yes. She has doubts in her mind. Uh-huh. And those doubts lean towards Jesus being real. I didn't see Jeff anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, because my whole thinking would be that Haley and Steve went because they're just innocents, but Jeff is the most innocent of the people, so he would have been up there. Oh, yeah, he truly believed in Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Right. But they don't send the slow janitor. Because he was smart enough to make the decision. He did yeah. not. He had a chance to choose. He said, no, I would rather jerk it to these I guess that's, dolls made of rat fur. I guess that is beyond what Jeff would do. Jeff would not say, do I accept Jesus? Mm-hmm. That's not. Jeff isn't asking these deep questions. He's getting crazy high. Uh, my cannon fodder is that Stan drives by Hebrew schools baptizing kids with garlic water. I'm a better Christian than anyone in there. I'm the one who drives by Hebrew schools baptizing kids with a super soaker filled with garlic water. He says he does it. What is garlic water? I don't know. It's because he has gotten Jews mixed up with vampires. <laughs> oh my God, that is why, isn't it? I just thought, I just think that if a super soaker is funny, really. You had me at super soaker. <laughs> a ward show... And then call Tim Robbins and tell him I banged Susan Sarandon. He'll know what it means. This week's award is for Roger's Best Christmas Episode. And the nominees are Rapture's Delight for Roger and his post-apocalyptic shenanigans. (laughs) Wait, no wonder this isn't working. The stone waterfall goes in my career corner and the orchid goes in my wealth corner. For whom the sleigh bell tolls, Roger becomes a toothless hillbilly in order to get drunk. Santa's after you, huh? And Santa Schmanta, where Roger steals Santa's coat and becomes the Jewish version of Santa. (laughs) If that's just the logline of that episode, Roger steals Santa's coat. Not the red one, the one he uses... Roger in Santa Schmana becomes like that Kirill was here guy. Yeah, he becomes he just like starts a party. partying like a Slurms McKenzie. <laughs> and the winner is. Uh, I'll say. <laughs> God, why don't they do this at the Oscars? I think it's La La Land. You're wrong. It's Spotlight. For whom the sleigh bell tolls. Yeah. Roger as a toothless hillbilly. I look forward to the day we meet again, you wise old cracker. It's good. It's good stuff. I love it when he looks at the family and he's like, you look wonderful. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's like smiling, his toothless (laughs) smile, two thumbs up. And you look fantastic. (laughs) Biggest laugh. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I got to write that one down. My biggest laugh is when Roger drops his meatball in the pool. Goodbye, Stan. Have a nice Armageddon. (gasps) I dropped my meatball in the pool. He turned water into fat. (laughs) Yeah. I was was hoping you'd put a yeah on the end of it. When Stan thinks back to the day that Francine left him forever... 
That was the last thing he heard. <laughs> My biggest laugh is in the Christian Kids production when the puppet says, Jesus is coming back. Did he forget something? Nope. Jesus is coming back for Armageddon. <laughs> Stay cool. <laughs> That's Andy Samberg, right? I don't, it could be. They uh, probably used him for anything they could. I think the, the sort of main puppet voice is Andy Samberg. I'm just going to say that. Mm -hmm. Don't know for sure. And also, I think Andy Samberg voices the Antichrist. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, the biggest laughs are all Roger moments. So I'm just going to say when <laughs> Jesus walks into the demon biker bar <laughs> that Stan is in. That reminds me, I got you a birthday present. Ow! My other cheek! Jesus can't help but offer his other cheek after being hit. Refrigerator moment. Our conspiracy theory. That's funny, Quilo. What is the deal with that? It's time. <laughs> Finally. Um, we've already gone over why does Haley go to heaven as an atheist but the slow janitor and uh. Father Donovan don't. Well, actually, my theory is... In much the same way as Adam and Eve was a situation contrived by God to bring about humanity, but kind of blame it on Eve. Okay. I mean, you give somebody an infinite amount of time, you send in snakes that are always like, hey, <laughs> won't you do that thing? Given enough time and enough convincing snakes, somebody's going to eat that fruit. <laughs> so I think that the reason that everything happened the way it did is because it stands destiny and Roger's destiny to help Jesus kill the Antichrist. Haley and Steve have got to be gone because yeah, yeah. there has to be no reason for Francine to stay with Stan. Jesus won't take Stan and he won't take Francine, even though Francine didn't really do anything, right? But Francine has to be with Jesus so that she can be kidnapped, so that Stan will help Jesus to kill the Antichrist. You stole my woman. Well, that's just it, Stan. And Roger has to take them to the Antichrist with his spaceship, which he uses his golden poop to fuel. The ship's subfusion engines run on precious metals and crystalline minerals. So unless you can poop out gem-encrusted gold, you're out of luck. When my army laid siege at the Battle of Boca Raton, they found this. And the whole reason the aliens are a side project, the only reason that they exist is to create this fuel source for this thing to help Jesus kill the Antichrist. And in this theory, Jesus is also using Francine. Yeah. He's only being in a relationship with her in order to get her away from Stan. Right. Put her in a perilous situation. Right. Deliberately. And then motivate Stan to destroy the Antichrist. Francine. The Antichrist got her. Right, and he knows that Stan still loves her. What makes you think you can trust me? I also know you still love her. And think about this. Why was Jesus going to fake Jesus' speech that night? So, you went to the Jesus sermon too. Did you go with your boyfriend? I don't have a boyfriend. Yeah, why was he hanging out he there? He had like the green wristband. He's like, you went too? Nah. He intentionally meets Francine at that cafe or whatever. Yeah. Right. And he also demonstrates that he knows what 
she's going to say and what right. she's thinking. Right. He reads her mind to create this meet cute situation. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, 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 really. really. <laughs> <laughs> I normally don't, don't eat here because, because of the murders, murders but, but it was, was right, right next, next to the, the arena. To set it up so that he can tell her later that he is the real Jesus and basically woo her away from Stan so that Stan will have a reason to help him and risk his own life because he has nothing to live for anymore. Why, Stan? Why did you take the bullet for me? For the same reason I came here. For her. My God has created this plan. Right. But he started with the end. It's the how I met your mother way of telling a story. Yeah. Stick with the end, no matter what, no matter if it makes no sense, <laughs> and just infuriates your fan base. That is why Roger and Stan are inseparable. Insufferable? Inseparable. <laughs> right, and Stan and Roger in the end times are still in contact. Mm-hmm. Because Stan says, I know someone who might be able to help. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes to see Roger. Yeah, I just, I think that it makes all the sense in the world that <laughs> that that's the reason that Haley and atheist and only Haley and atheist and Steve of the family were raptured. Yeah. God's plan. It's on a plan. Play the Drake, Drake song. song. Of course it's a Drake song. Everything's a Drake song. <laughs> Gas plan. Gas plan. Gas plan. <laughs> and I think that that's also the reason that Jesus is like, somebody betrayed me. I don't know how he got to her. It means I can't trust anyone, not even my generals. But he doesn't know who, which is very unlike Jesus to not know who betrayed him or who is going to betray him. And why Francine doesn't tell him and he doesn't ask when they reunite. He's not like, who betrayed me? Hello, darling. Must have been somebody really close to me that I trusted. I don't care. Well, okay, in your selfish need, you have hit all of our, (laughs) you've hit all the refrigerator moments in one go, so we're done here, you butthole. (laughs) Oh, no, we haven't, because why doesn't Stan know what the Antichrist looks like? By the way, what does the Antichrist look like? Believe me, you'll know him when you see him. Well, there it is. You took that one as well. (laughs) Remember, the last time that... Stan saw the Antichrist was when he was an orphan child. Mm-hmm. So in Stan's mind, the Antichrist is a, is a child. I'll see you again, Stan Smith, when the rapture comes! <laughs> Why is it okay for Stan to blow up that building that apparently prep school children sometimes play in? And also, how the hell did they get out of that building in time? Were they on the first floor? Yeah. No, because the hmm. explosion didn't come from the first floor. Uh-oh. It was witches. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> satisfied with the level of Yeah, there's some stuff conspiracy. in there. I do think there's... That's a holistic conspiracy. It's one of my better conspiracies. It's pretty good. I enjoy your holistic conspiracy. Do you think that that's, that's true, that it works? I do think it's true. I think that it works. Yeah, I'm pretty standoffish with conspiracies because uh-huh. it makes my brain hurt. Uh-huh. But yeah, I buy it. Buy into it, hook, line, and sinker. I think it all works. I accept it. Uh, fake Jesus. Was that Will It's got to be Will Forte, right? 
I'm sorry, Stan, but what's done is done. Roger's squirt, squirt, best moment. My Roger's squirt, squirt, best, best moment. God, it's such a gross California. <laughs> when Roger sees the rapture, he says, oh my God. It's the end of the world, and we've been left behind. Oh my God. The homeless guy from the bus station is hung. But I knew that. I'm upset that I had to be the one to say that. My Roger's best moment is when Roger begins strangling Francine. There must have been a mix-up when I gave stuff to Goodwill. Oh, okay. Well, as long as there's a good explanation. <laughs> Didn't you hear the puppets? Demons are coming to rape our skulls. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. He continues to strangle Francine until Stan has to be like, shh. Francine, shh. I want to hear this. My Roger's best moment. <laughs> Jesus tells Roger that he can't rapture him. <laughs> We've already established. But he can offer him the chance to help Jesus rebuild the earth. And Roger is like, no. That's okay. <laughs> and then he just starts beeping and booping the buttons in his broken ass spaceship. I'd rather hear... I'd rather be here just repeatedly pressing this button than help you. When he crashes, are they at the building? Like, does Roger get yeah, killed in the die. blast? Totes. Yeah. He could have. He Quila. and Quilo die in that final explosion. I'm sure they survive that would somehow. Be- Cannon fodder. Sadness for the Laotian ship. <sighs> he was just still sitting there for like <laughs> hours on end, just pressing the button until or, it exploded. Or would it? Oh, well, like. Would, did they land on the roof or no? No, they landed inside. I'm thinking like Roger's flame retardant, but I don't think he's brick and debris retardant. I think he'd be smushed to death. I don't know if Roger can they were, die. I imagine that they were on the, kind of the base and then they were going right there, going up the elevator to get up to Ante. Hmm. Maybe the explosion blew the spaceship into space. <laughs> and Roger and Quilo escaped. Yeah, that's what I hope for. Yeah, but I like that in this Rapture episode that Roger does have the very practical goal of trying to get off the damn planet. Yeah, finally. He's like, this is not my problem. This is not my Rapture. Well, it isn't really. Yeah. It really has nothing to do with him. Potent quotables. I'll drop you off at the lair of the Antichrist and then Armageddon out of here. <laughs> my potent quotable is when Stan and later Ante says, Later world, smell my ass. <laughs> Just any time you exit a room. Use it at funerals or weddings. <laughs> Put that on my gravestone. Later world, smell my ass. <laughs> okay, my potent quotable is when Stan is apologizing to Francine. A lovely heartfelt moment. Francine, I was wrong to ever think I was better than you. You're the best, so you deserve the best. You deserve... Fancy Feast. What? Sorry, I mean Jesus. You deserve Jesus. I'm kind of bleeding out here. (laughs) My potent quotable is when Stan shoots that innocent child in the hallway. No! There's a prep school two blocks away. Sometimes the kids come in here and play. And says, And I guess I just picked a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies. Honorable mentions for potent quotables. (laughs) Stan, at least let me rapture you. There's no time. The spell takes too long. He's right. (laughs) Merry Christmas, Mr. and Mrs. Jesus. Yeah. 
brings it back around and reminds you this is a Christmas episode because you've probably forgotten. Yeah. Those are Stan's dying words. And he really becomes a better person without Francine. This is the most badass version of Stan. When he was with her, he was a real jerk. Mm -hmm. Doing research. A Christian Kids production. Stay cool. This is the last standard definition episode of American Dad. This is the last standard definition episode of American Dad. This is the last standard definition episode (laughs) of American Dad. Is this a bit? But if ever there were a justification for putting an episode in HD, this is the episode that you would have wanted it. Sector 35 makes Sector 16 look like Sector 48. Okay, then what do you propose we do? The artists were like, I've got some fucking sweet demon drawings. I want to see these in HD. Write about it in your worry journal, you homeless elf. What I do in research is the cutscene that's only in the DVD about Jerry Seinfeld's car garage. Mm -hmm. All that stuff is true. Jerry Seinfeld has a three-story underground car garage in Upper West Manhattan. (laughs) It cost $880,000 when he bought it, and then he put in $500,000 in renovations. In different articles, there were different claims. One article said it can store 20 mm-hmm. cars, which are, are all Porsches. He has 46 Porsches. Damn. Mm. And the other one claimed that it could store all 46 of his Porsche collection. Oh. But it's not really much for Seinfeld. Towards right. the end of Seinfeld, he was getting paid $1 million an episode. That was just, you know, just the pay he got right up front. That's not <laughs> right. counting Executive the producer. syndication. That's, yeah, it's not counting all the syndication, the constant reruns. All the money they get from that. But Netflix pays him $750,000 for each episode of Comedians in Cars wow. Getting Coffee. Goddamn. And those so, are only like... 10, 15 minutes? Yeah. 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 Dude is rich. Rich as hell. His estimated net worth is nearly a billion. It's probably like 850, yeah. 850 million. Jerry Seinfeld says Porsche. My doing research is that... D. Bradley Baker said that Rapture's Delight is his favorite episode of American Dad for the John Carpenter music, which we haven't mentioned, but it's all over this episode. And it really does, it makes things nice. That and the art style. Yeah. But he does music? Is that his thing? Uh, he does. He also does scores, but he is primarily a director. He did like Escape from New York, the Kurt Russell thing. But yeah, I think his the big thing is Halloween. It's like John Carpenter's Halloween. Okay. So I suppose he composed that. <laughs> Final thoughts. Yeah. What else can be said that hasn't already been said? We've actually said so much about this episode that we might just refer you back to this one when season six rolls around. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have nothing else to add. Oh, yeah. Now, spoiler alert, this will probably win season six, just since it didn't win the Christmas countdown. Spoiler alert. No, it won't. Damn you. What else, Paul? Anything? I really don't have much. I'm just this whole podcast. It's shocking to me how time flies. Well, it seems like just yesterday you were coming up with this. Don't ask me to talk then. 
then don't ask me to talk. I'm not, what, why, when I ask you That's about final thing. thoughts about this episode, That's do you thing. just start talking about shit has nothing to do with yeah. it? That's... You're like those people in college oh where the teacher calls them to talk about the assignment and they're like, this reminds me of how my sister and her friend did something. I didn't read the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the episode. I don't know what the hell you let guys me, let me been stop talking you right there. about. You didn't read the paper, did you? <laughs> no, I did not. That's the thing. Like, what else can be said about this fucking episode? Is there anything that we have left out I that like is it. worth noting? I like when Roger's dressed up as Moses from the Ten Commandments. Oh. <laughs> What's happening? I was just about to do something really funny. He's got Sir, the tablet. Helmet. Yeah, and the, one of the items is just helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Like surf, doobie, party helmet, sleep, or something. Yeah. Uh, and is this the first time we see Quilo, or have we already n- seen him in the, the restaurant no, episode? I, oh my God, it probably is the first time because the rest. Oh God, when's the restaurant episode? I feel like it's in the same season as White Rice. Oh my God. How is. Is this the first time we've seen Quilo? Because Quilo seems like he's made for yeah, he's just there. that restaurant episode because he's a Laotian chef. Stan's Food Restaurant. Is that, is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, season seven, episode four. Yeah. Next is White Rice after that. And this must be the first appearance, appearance of Quilo. Okay, Quilo, hit it. It's a great episode. Next week's episode is more Christmassy than this one. It's going to be awesome. Going to be dressed up in my sleigh bells. Yeah. Eggnog pajamas. You're going to say sleigh bells? You're just going to say that? Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to end this. Most important episode of the series. You're just going to say sleigh bells. Do you think that this is really your favorite episode? Probably not. A hot tub episode. Hot tub is my favorite episode. Yeah, hot tub. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.